It's time for Coach Harvey Hyde's College Football Report. Bringing you the best coverage and latest insight on SC football, the Pac-12 Conference, and the world of college football. It's time to huddle up and buckle up. Here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, thank you very much, and good evening, everyone. Yes, we're getting closer to that big college football weekend, so when I talk college football report, we want to thank Terribles and Coors Light for their sponsorship of this live broadcast in Las Vegas, Nevada, and of course, we want to welcome everyone in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial from 11 to 12, a year around. Well, our first segment, always I take the opportunity to tell you about my 12-pack. And you say, what's a 12-pack? Well, it's the coach's 12 top teams in the country. And the way he does it is I look at it, the number one team in the country is a team I do not want to play this Saturday. I'll play the other 11 before I play the number one team. If I'm looking at the strengths of what I or what my opinion is of the top 12 teams in the country. Now, this segment weekly is brought to us by Meadows Bank. They say, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank, consistently exceeding your expectations. Well, my number one team might be the same as your number one team. It's not uh, that the same team everyone else has, but I still got the Bulldogs from Georgia, the number one team in the country. They've forced more teams to punt than any other team in the country. They play great defense. They haven't lost a game in two years. They're 4-0. They beat University of Alabama, Birmingham last week, 49-21, and they're at Auburn, and I expect them to win that football game. Number two, well, who does uh, Jim Harbaugh say is the best uh, team he's ever coached in Michigan? Well, that's the number two ranked Michigan Wolverines. That's where I have them. They're four and zero. Beat Rutgers. Now Rutgers is a pretty good football team. They were undefeated before they played them, thirty-one to seven. This week they're at Nebraska, and I expect them to beat Nebraska. Number three is Texas, the Longhorns. Yeah, they're a good football team. They beat Alabama in their opening game. They're currently four and zero. They beat up on Baylor, thirty-eight to six, and they have Kansas this weekend. Should be interesting, but I like Texas. Number four, this might be a surprise to everybody, but not to me. I don't want a thing to do with the Huskies in Washington. The Huskies are four and zero. They beat Cal fifty-nine to thirty-two, and Cal was three and zero. Cal's not a bad football team, but Washington, I've got that number four, and they're at Arizona. Number five. Yes, the Buckeyes from Ohio State. They found a way to win, and that's real important to me. When you know and you can find a way to win, I don't care how it happens. They beat Notre Dame 17-14 to in the last seconds. This week, they've got a bye. Number six from the Big Ten, Penn State. They're on a roll. Franklin's got them playing. They're 4-0, and they got beat Illinois 30-13. to This week, they're at North, West Northwestern, and I expect Expect them, the Nitty Lions, to win that game. Number seven, the Ducks from Oregon. Well, they sort of ruined uh, the uh, Colorado Buffaloes uh, trip, first road trip or second road trip of the year. Oregon 4-0 beat up on Colorado 42-6. This week, poor Stanford. Number eight, Florida State. You know, Florida State seems to find a way to win, too, like I was talking about Ohio State. 
They're 4-0. They beat Clemson 31-24. I don't know. Maybe Clemson was a better team, but Florida State had a, found a way to win, and they've got a bye this week, so they'll rest up and get ready for their next game. Number nine, I don't want to play Alabama. Alabama now is uh, under a whole new leadership. Nick Saban, I think, has taken over and is telling the offensive coordinator what to do, the defensive coordinator what to do. He didn't like his performance when they got beat. He didn't like his performance, Alabama's performance against Florida Atlantic. So uh, they beat up on Mississippi 24 to 10, and they've got Mississippi State this week. So I've got them nine. Ten, I've got Notre Dame. I didn't move them down that much. Uh, I thought they played well. They're hard-nosed. Uh, they, they can run the football. They really did play Ohio State to a great game. I know it was at home, uh, but uh, I got them 4-0. And, uh, uh, you know, I just think that uh, they'll beat Duke. Now, let me tell you, Duke, don't take Duke for granted. Duke beat Clemson earlier in the year. Duke's a good football team and really well coached. Notre Dame will have to play well to beat Duke. Number 11, another team from the Pac-12, that's the Utah Utes, and they're winning. They're undefeated without rising their starting quarterback from last year. When Cam comes back, watch out. They found a way to beat UCLA, and I thought UCLA really played well up there defensively. So uh, Utah, I've got them 11. That They're at Oregon State this week, and I, I want to tell you something. That's that's going to be a heck of a football game. Oregon State lost to Washington State in a close win at the end. But I'll tell you, that's going to be a great game. Who do I think might win that? I hate to tell you. I'm guessing, but I'd rather play Oregon State than the Utes. They're just so physical. Number 12, you're all probably wondering, what did I do with the Trojans? What did I do with the Trojans? Well, the Trojans are one of my three 12 teams, which means you can flip a coin and I have to play one of them, okay? USC is 4-0, but at Arizona State, I didn't think they represented this ranking at all, where they were 5 or 6. So I've got them at 12. Until they prove to me they can play defense, find a way to win, uh, play up to their ability of their ranking, I'm going to keep them at 12. They're at Colorado. We'll see what happens at Colorado. They better watch out, because I'm sure Coach Prime will have them ready to play, and the place will be absolutely crazy. So... I got the Trojans 12th, along tied with LSU. LSU's got a rich tradition. Brian Kelly's doing a great job. He's 3-1. and one. They beat Arkansas 34-31, so I don't want anything to do with the Tigers, especially if it's at, at, uh, at home. Now, number 12, who is that? Who's missing from your top 12? Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma 4-0, a lot of great athletes. Cincinnati, they beat 20 to 6 this week at Iowa State. So that's my top 12. You might agree with me, you might not agree with me, uh, but if I had to play them in order, I'd take one of the three 12s and work all of my way up to the top number one team in the country in my 12 pack, which is Georgia. I don't want a thing to do with Georgia. So uh, you have yours, I have mine. I want to thank you for buckling up and riding along with me. You know, I'm going to sign off here at uh, 6.15 or 11.15 on Saturday if you're listening. And Chuck Hayes is going to come and uh, take over. He's going to be the uh, uh, 12th man, as you might call him, or the backup quarterback, because I've got a banquet I have to go to. So I want to thank uh, Chuck for uh, filling in for me, and he's got a great show. 
He'll be talking about Notre Dame football with Frank Pomerico, captain of the 1973 National Championship team. And I'm sure they'll talk about last week's game and what happened when they only had 10 players on the field. So, again, I want to thank Meadows Bank for the sponsorship of my 12-pack weekly. They say, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. So again, in the Inland Empire, buckle up right along with us on AM 1490 every Saturday morning from 11 to 12. And in Las Vegas live, you're listening to College Football Report brought to you by Terribles and Coors Light. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back with College Football Report. Buckle up. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business hello i'm fletcher jones jr and i'm proud to be a trojan there's nothing like the winning tradition of the cardinal and gold and i believe those same high standards of discipline hard work and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, You'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Are you looking to advertise a campaign, short film, a public service announcement, an important message? Look no further than Regency Outdoor. We have been around since 1974 and have the greatest locations in Southern California for your advertising goals. Our creative billboards are sure to catch everyone's attention, make an impact anywhere and everywhere in Southern California. To get started and for more information, call 310-657-8883 or visit RegencyOutdoor.com. Regency makes it easier than ever to get your message everywhere in Southern California. Klondike Casino, located on Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. 
444 West Sunset Road. That's your spot for your football contest, great food, atmosphere, you name it, they've got it. That's the Klondike Casino. Let me tell you about the football contest. The Klondike Casino has a full-service William Hill Sportsbook on site where guests can gather and bet on their game. They're also holding their annual Pro Pick'em Contest with over $1.2 million in prize money. The Klondike Casino also has their own weekly Pick'em Contest, the Gridiron Gold Rush, and it's free to play each week. If you like to play weekly football Pick'em, you can play too each week at the Klondike Casino and double your chances to win. The playing field is at 444 West Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. Huddle up and buckle up. I'll see you at the Klondike Casino. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine and More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. The Ninth Island Showdown is coming back to Las Vegas. Your UNLV Rebels will host the Hawaiian Rainbow Warriors inside beautiful Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, September the 30th. Experience all the hard-hitting action and energy of college football in the sport and entertainment capital of the world. Get your tickets now at UNLVTickets.com or by calling 702-739-FANS. Good evening, everyone. This is Chuck Hayes. I'm sitting in for the coach, Harvey Hyde. It's an honor to be uh, doing college football report tonight. Uh, coach is on assignment. And uh, first of all, we'd like to uh, thank this uh, segment sponsor, and that is Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Proud sponsors of College Football Report. Dial 702-485-3000. 702-485-3000 for Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. And tonight, uh, I want everybody to know that Coach Hyde said, uh, you got this for 45 minutes. Chuck, do what you want. I had one draft pick. I took him in the first round. I brought him out. We worked him out. And we selected Frank Palmerico, offensive lineman, the University of Notre Dame. Frank, how are you tonight? Chuck, I'm doing great. Uh, we had a tough game last weekend with the uh, Buckeyes, but uh, we almost did it. And uh, the, our main job now is to get our head out of the sand and get ready for Duke. Well, Frank, if anyone knows anything about that, that's you. Uh, you're a gentleman that uh, has done it on all levels. And I want to go back because I want to know Frank Palmerico, as many people out there want to. Uh, they know what he did at Notre Dame. But first of all, I want to know, Frank, as a, a youngster growing up in New York, I believe you're from the Howard Beach section of Queens, uh, what was the first football influence for you as a youngster? 
Well, there was uh, a little league team uh, not far from my house called the Linvets. And we played uh, probably about an eight-game schedule. And it was for kids that were from the fifth to the eighth grade. And uh, actually, seventh and eighth grade. And I was able to play there. We had some good coaching. Uh, Coach Irv and Coach Ronnie Greer, they were good guys and knew the basics of football, worked us hard, and got us in shape and taught us to push and to push ourselves further than we thought we could. And that was my first experience playing football. Now, Frank, during that time, uh, I was growing up in uh, Connecticut. You were down uh, south in New York City. There was a battle between the Jets and the Giants. The Giants were old school. The Jets were upstart AFL. Where did you fall in regards to that, and how did it affect you as a youngster? Well, I was kind of a, a Giants fan at the time. My dad was, too. We used to watch Y.A. Tittle, Sam Huff, uh, Dick Lynch, uh, Tucker Fredrickson, and all those guys uh, play for the Giants. And uh, their defense was really good. Jim Cat Cabbage, Rosie Greer, they had some great players. And uh, that's where we watched most of our football on Sunday afternoon. The Jets and the AFL were just kind of coming up when I was in grade school, and uh, they had a young guy that was a pretty good football player. His name was Joe Namath. He was kind of brash, kind of different, but we were kind of old school, and we kind of leaned towards the NFL and the Giants. This is Chuck Hayes. I'm talking with uh, the former Notre Dame captain of the national championship team, Frank Palmerico, and we're getting some insight into Frank's career because we want to build. We want to know how he got to South Bend. All right, so as a youngster for me, uh, I can never wait for the Giants to come on, but there always would be a Notre Dame highlight show hosted by Lindsey Nelson. I want to ask you, Frank, when did you first become aware of Notre Dame football, and were you a Notre Dame fan when you were a kid? Well, I became a Notre Dame fan as my freshman year, and the reason for that is we had a fellow that was in our high school named Larry Donardo, and Larry was the valedictorian of our high school, at St. Francis Prep, which was in Brooklyn near the Williamsburg Bridge at the time. And he was also a star athlete. He played rugby. He threw the shot put. He also was a great football player. And he was recruited by all the Ivy League schools as well as all the academies. But liked Notre Dame for a very particular reason. Well, he liked the idea that he would get a good education. And he wanted to go on and become a lawyer after that or get into business. But he also really admired the coach. He felt he was a special guy. Uh, Eric Parsegian was somebody that if you saw him at a party and didn't know who he was, you would say to yourself, I don't know who that is, but he seems awful charismatic and he's awful bright looking. He's somebody I'd like to get to know. But Larry did get to know him pretty well as he was being recruited and then decided to go to Notre Dame. And when he did that, I then set my goals, which Larry was about three years older than I was, to, to see if I could get to Notre Dame as well. And that's when that fire started in my belly at about a 13-year-old and a freshman at St. Francis Prep. Everything I did, Chuck, uh, everything I ate, every repetition I did on the bench press, every dip I did, every squat I did, uh, every mile I ran, I was thinking about hopefully someday following a person like Larry DiNardo to the University of Notre Dame. 
And, now, Frank, uh, give, me, give me some insight into how big an athlete you were when you were a freshman in high school. Did you start on the freshman team? Did you go both ways? Was football the only sport you played? Well, when I was in high school, I probably, as a freshman, weighed about 165 pounds. I was about 5'9". I played on the junior varsity. I, I skipped the freshman uh, team because I had a good background in football from the Linvets. And Brother Owen, who was one of the coaches that uh, I leaned on quite a bit, he was a, a, a taskmaster and disciplined guy, and he would set the fire in a lot of guys. And he also he knew I admired Larry, and he would say, hey, if you don't do it this way like Larry did, you'll never get to where you want to go. And the thing that he always impressed upon me, Chuck, was that I have to do it. Your mother or your father, or none of the coaches can do it for you. You have to do it yourself. So he put a lot of responsibility on me and myself. And, and that was good because I was in control of how good I, or how bad I was and how hard I worked. And if it had to do with working hard, I was willing to do it. Now, Frank, you mentioned you went to JV right as a freshman. What about your sophomore year? Where did you uh, continue to grow? And did you just play offense or did you play defense also? I played uh, both offense and defense, and I, I spent another year on the junior varsity. Uh, however, in the in the off season, I would throw the shot put, lift weights, and also play rugby. Uh, rugby was kind of a way, uh, a kind of a spring football and getting around it in some ways where you're tackling people, but you also were running a lot. You were in a competitive sport. It wasn't football, but it was something similar, like a cousin of football. And it was a great sport. It got to travel to England, Ireland, and Wales in high school to play. And uh, we had a tremendous experience. We played up at West Point. They're seniors. We played at Yale. They're seniors. Only they're seniors, not their first team. So we had a lot of good experiences uh, at St. Francis Prep. This is Chuck Hayes. I'm sitting in for the coach Harvey High tonight. This is our college football report. We're talking with Frank Pomerico, captain of the national championship 1973 team at Notre Dame, and we're talking about his development. Now, Frank, during that time, throwing the football was not the way it was. It was about running the football and being part of the uh, the push, if you will. Tell us about what you did in the offensive line. Did you ever play center? Did you ever play tackle? And how did you end up playing guard? Well, I did play tackle in high school. Uh, I was probably one of the bigger guys on my high school team, but I really wasn't that big. My senior year is about six foot, about 220 pounds, and the other tackle was similar to size uh, to me. And uh, the guards were only around 200 pounds, and the center was about, oh, I'd say about 205 pounds or so. So we really didn't have that big a line. But in those days, that was probably an average-sized line. There were some big guys that were around, but a lot of times they couldn't run as well as some of the guys that were a little, little smaller. So, Frank, uh, did you have a 40 time uh, when you were in high school that you could share with us? Yeah, I probably ran around a 5-1 when I was in, in high school. And then when I got to college, I got it down to around a 5-flat. But I never got much faster than that. I, I wasn't very big, but I was slow. <laughs> My, the, the things that I brought to the table was uh, an intensity, a discipline, uh, never to quit. And if I got back down, I was going to get back up. So that, that was something I, I learned uh, in 1971 watching – 
Ali and Frazier. You remember that great fight in Madison Square Garden? They asked Ali, when you got knocked down in the 15th by that vicious left hook of Frazier, what were you thinking when you're laying on the canvas? He said, get up, get up, get up. He says, I never wanted to lay down there and, and quit. I got up and I fought the best I could. And that's what we have to do in life as well. And that's what football teaches you as well as, uh, you know, other sports that if you get knocked down, you don't quit. You just keep competing. Chuck Hayes with Frank Palmerico, and uh, you're listening on Saturday morning on uh, AM 1490 KMET. Uh, we want to thank Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, the proud sponsor of College Football Report. Call 702-485-3000, 702-485-3000. We're going to take a short time out. We come back from this next break. We're going to huddle up and talk about the recruitment process of Frank Palmerico at Notre Dame. And we thank you for listening tonight on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. It's time to start earning big savings at Terribles. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Are you looking to advertise a campaign, short film, a public service announcement, an important message? Look no further than Regency Outdoor. We have been around since 1974 and have the greatest locations in Southern California for your advertising goals. Our creative billboards are sure to catch everyone's attention, make an impact anywhere and everywhere in Southern California. To get started and for more information, call 310-657-8883 or visit regencyoutdoor.com. Regency makes it easier than ever to get your message everywhere in Southern California. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud to be rebel sponsors. 
If you are going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com or call 702-998-9344. Welcome back. This is Chuck Hayes. I'm sitting in for the coach Harvey Hyde tonight, College Football Report. And I know Coach would like to thank Terribles and Coors Light for their sponsorship tonight. And a special thanks to all state insurance. Misty Chadwick, uh, you can dial her at the Chadwick uh, Family Insurance Company, 702-451-4409. That's 702-451-4409. Misty Chadwick, all state insurance, Las Vegas, Nevada. We're talking college football. We're talking about Frank Palmerico, and this is a great kick for me because I get to get up close and personal with a gentleman that I've known since basically 1990, and I've never had the opportunity to ask him all these deep, intense questions. So, Frank, I'm doing a little uh, dossier on you. So you're in high school now. You're playing. You're, you're making a name for yourself. You're a world traveler in rugby. And uh, when do the letters start coming? Uh, you take the SAT uh you start uh, looking at some schools. When did the letters start coming and recruiting you in college football? Well, I would say probably uh, really at that time, uh, the, the date for signing was much later than it is now. But I was receiving some notice in the beginning of my senior year. And, uh, I, again, I wasn't a real big guy. I was probably about six foot, uh, six foot one, maybe 220 pounds. I was built pretty well, though. I was really into weightlifting and to get as strong as I possibly can. You know, a lot of guys play golf with their dad. A lot of guys uh, maybe go fishing with them. I lifted weights with my dad. My dad and I would uh, have dinner, and then at night he'd say, how about we go downstairs and just rip our chest apart? I said, what do you mean? He said, we'll start off with five sets of flies, then do five sets of bench, and we'll finish off with five sets of dip. I'd say, okay, I'm in. <laughs> and, and that was our routine three or four nights a week. Uh, we worked on all body parts, legs, back, and uh, chest. But we were dri- I was driven. We used to talk about uh, our dreams uh, as a family, uh, our dreams for me and uh, a plan to get there, all our goals, small goals, maybe to make all city. All city at New York City was was a lot like being in all state in a lot of other states because there's 9 million people in New York City. So if you were making the all city team, you were doing pretty well. And my all, my senior year, I did make the all city team, the Daily News all city team. And uh, I was pretty happy about that. I got some inquiries from uh, Villanova, North Carolina, uh, and Notre Dame mostly. Uh, I also heard from Rhode Island. A lot of times what happens is if they've had success with some of the guys that have come out of St. Francis Prep, a lot of the schools would like to go back in there and see if they had some other hot uh, prospects that they might be able to capitalize on. And the two main ones was we had a fellow named Paul Houlihan who went to North Carolina and was all ACC tackle his senior year, and then Larry DiNardo who went to Notre Dame. So those two schools were the two main ones that I had offers from. Uh, There wasn't a question uh, which one I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to Notre Dame. That was the greatest challenge. Uh, And and North Carolina, I mean, was not a cakewalk to go there. Uh, but I, I felt that playing for Arab Parsesian for me 
was the epitome of, of leadership. And I wanted to experience that if I could. And I decided to go to Notre Dame. There was, I didn't get the, the scholarship right away. I didn't get it until May, uh, before my senior year. I mean, my freshman year at Notre Dame. So there was 41 scholarships given that year and I was number 41. So those years they gave more than just, uh, 85 scholarships. They could give up to 120 or so. And that year, like I said, I was number 41. Uh, I felt that if, if I was going to be given a scholarship, if I wasn't going to start as a sophomore, freshman couldn't start. I was going to be the best backup they've ever seen. And I, I got lucky and started my sophomore year. Now, Frank, you're saying that came late. Did you go on any other recruiting trips uh, before you did a Notre Dame recruit? Can you talk a little bit about the process then? Or how about coaches coming into your home? Uh, there was uh, North Carolina was the one that really came into uh, Brooklyn. Uh, into the high school, they they watched me throw the shot put. They watched me uh, play rugby. Uh, Notre Dame didn't do that as much. Uh, again, the recruiting was a little bit different back in those days. Film uh, was the method in which they would watch somebody for the most part. Now you get kids, even in the eighth grade, they're getting looks. But in those days, it was much later. But I didn't get recruited by that many schools. And I think the main reason I was looked at at Notre Dame was in North Carolina is because they had a lot of success with the two fellas from St. Francis Prep. And I think they felt that if lightning strike once, maybe it can strike again. I was about the same size in high school as Larry DiNardo and Paul Houlihan. So they felt that they would give, give me a shot. And uh, I, I was excited about the shot, and I was driven uh, to be a competitor there and to play at uh, – uh, at Notre Dame or at North Carolina. But when I got the scholarship to North Carolina, I mean to Notre Dame, which was second, North Carolina came first and then Notre Dame came second. I, I there was no question of where I was going to go. I wanted to play for Arrow Parsegian. No, when that happened, Frank, you got the letter. Did you get a phone call? Did you get invited out for a visit to South Bend? And had you ever been to Indiana before? Yes. I, I, in uh, my junior year in high school, I came out to South Bend with uh, Larry's brother, Jerry, who was a classmate of mine. Jerry went on to the Big Ten, now is in the Big Ten Network, but was also the, the head coach at LSU, at Vanderbilt, and at Indiana. But Jerry was an All-American at Notre Dame. As a matter of fact, in 1972 and 1973, we were the starting guards at Notre Dame. Same grade school, same high school. And we had the nuns at a Lady of Grace cheering for us. And the brothers of St. Francis going crazy watching the games uh, with Lindsey Nelson and, and Paul Horning, especially on Sunday in the replays. So we, we had an exciting time. We only lived about five blocks from each other. So we were pretty close, uh, almost like cousins, really. We had a good relationship. So being out there in Notre Dame, a lot of people think uh, back in the day that there were athletic dorms and there was uh... – a big emphasis on separation of the student-athletes away from the student body. Notre Dame had a different philosophy. We did. Uh, all the athletes lived with uh, all the other students. I lived in Soren Hall. If anybody has been to the campus at Notre Dame, it's a spectacular campus. And there's a church right next to the Gold Dome. It's called Sacred Heart Church. And right outside the front doors of Sacred Heart Church, about a 100 feet away, is a dorm called Soren Hall. Father Soren, it was named after Father Soren. 
And I lived there. And the funny thing about that, uh, Chuck, is I got married two days before graduation. So I rolled out of bed, put on my tuxedo, and walked about 100 feet to get married. It was really kind of a neat thing. And uh, there was some wild stuff that happened. My sister-in-law forgot the wedding ring, so I ran back into my room. And I got my national championship ring, and that's what I got married in instead of my wedding band because my sister-in-law forgot the ring. And uh, people say when they look at the picture, oh, that was such a neat idea. I said, yeah, it wasn't planned that way, but that's the way it it turned out. It was kind of fun. Chuck Hayes with Frank Palmerico. This is uh, College Football Report. Remember on uh, Saturday mornings uh, in the Inland Empire on 1490 AM KMET, 98.1 FM, and, of course, here on our flagship AM 1400. Uh, Frank, believe it or not, uh, we had uh, a gentleman who came into my life uh, in 1975 who was formerly uh, one of your assistant coaches at Notre Dame, and that was Bill Hickey. He uh, came to oh. coach at the United States Coast Guard Academy, and he was a major influence in my life in regards to my uh, young coaching, aspiring career. And uh, Coach Hickey was a man that was a very straight shooter, and uh, i just wondering if you remember anything about Bill Hickey. Well, I talked to Bill probably uh, twice a month. Uh, Bill is living in Idaho at uh, Twin Falls, Idaho, and uh, he was actually coaching at Boise State till just recently. He is uh, he's 88 years old now, uh, has some uh, health issues, but I mean he's still still fighting every day to have a normal life, and he loves watching football. And we, like I said, we talk about twice a month. He, he's a great guy, and he I feel very similar to the way you do. He also coached, at, I believe, at West Point and uh, was at a couple of other colleges as well. But every place he goes, he leaves his mark. He's always a very positive guy, always somebody that the cup is half full, never half empty. He's always looking for a way to win a game, you know, or a way to win in competition. He was a terrific man, and uh, and still to this day, a good guy. First time I ever met him, uh, I was told by my head coach, Dave Pespane, the head coach from Coast Guard Academy, is going to be coming in and see him. I want to make sure you get him into our office. I went up on the track, and he was running laps on our high school track and got to know him, and then he would come to the beach where I used to lifeguard at Waterford Beach, and we'd have long talks about uh, college football and the direction it's going. Frank, we're going to take a short time out. I want to mention, again, thank you to... um, our friends at Allstate Insurance, that's Misty Chadwick, the Chadwick Insurance Agency, 702-451-4409. That's Misty Chadwick, Allstate Insurance, 702-451-4409. Give her a call. And, again, we want to thank uh, a regular sponsor here on College Football Report. That's Terribles Hotel and Casino and, of course, Coors Light. We're going to take a short time out. we come back from this, we're going to get into the Notre Dame experience with Frank Palmerico. We thank you for listening. And we're going to take this short time out and come back and huddle up and buckle up. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. My name is Casey Flair, president of the UNLV Football Foundation. Everyone that is a part of our foundation helps us with the university and the success of our football program. In order to be a part of the Football Foundation, you do not need to be a former player, just a diehard Rebel fan. 
You can contact our webpage and see what we're all about, UNLVFootballFoundation.com. We are proud of our football program, Coach Barry Odom, and the university. We do everything we can to support UNLV football. If you'd like to learn more, please visit UNLVFootballFoundation.com, and I will personally get back to you. Thank you, and go Rebels. Time to start earning big savings at Terribles. With Terribles Plus Rewards, you can earn and redeem points for every gallon of gas you purchase in-store and right at the pump with the Terribles Social House app. Instantly earn points and rewards when you shop at one of our 170-plus locations towards things you love like snacks, drinks, and, wink, wink, more gas. Plus, members get exclusive access to special deals and promotions before anyone else. Terribles Plus Rewards. Rewards you'll drive back for. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. LV Real Dog. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers such as Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Market, Smith's, Albertson, Corey's, Terrible Hearst Stations, and more. Big Dogs Beers are available on draft at select restaurants or bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogBrews.com to track down our local award-winning handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample the full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. LVReal.com. Are you looking to buy or sell a home or land? We would like to have the opportunity of working with you in any way we can be helpful. We've had over 20 years of experience in Las Vegas and Henderson luxury markets and hope that we can help meet your real estate needs. We are ready to help you stage or design your property to sell or find you a perfect match to purchase. You can call us at LVReal, 702-521-1980. That's 702-521-1980. Or email us at info at LVReal.com. Maureen Robinson and team are here to help you. Broker number 144505. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza is not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Setabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand tossed, extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Klondike Casino, located on Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. 444 West Sunset Road. That's your spot for your football contest, great food, atmosphere, you name it, they've got it. That's the Klondike Casino. 
Let me tell you about the football contest. The Klondike Casino has a full-service William Hill Sportsbook on site where guests can gather and bet on their game. They are also holding their annual Pro Pick'em Contest with over $1.2 million in prize money. The Klondike Casino also has their own weekly Pick'em Contest, the Gridiron Gold Rush. And it's free to play each week. If you like to play weekly football pick'em, you can play too each week at the Klondike Casino and double your chances to win. The playing field is at 444 West Sunset Road in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway. Huddle up and buckle up. I'll see you at the Klondike Casino. The Ninth Island Showdown is coming back to Las Vegas. Your UNLV Rebels will host the Hawaiian Rainbow Warriors inside beautiful Allegiant Stadium on Saturday, September the 30th. Experience all the hard-hitting action and energy of college football in the sport and entertainment capital of the world. Get your tickets now at UNLVTickets.com or by calling 702-739-FANS. This is Chuck Hayes, and I'm sitting in for the coach Harvey Hyde tonight. We're talking with Frank Palmerico, captain, tri-captain of the 1973 Notre Dame National Championship team. And uh, I want to thank uh, Budget Car and Rental at 702-736-1212. That's 702-736-1212. Budget Car and Rental, you need a car or a truck, make sure you call that number and find out the way to go. All right, Frank, we're entering our final quarter and uh, there's not a lot of times and dates in, the, in my life that I can tell you exactly where I was. But on 12-31-1973, I was at a place uh, of my best friend, Wayne Pelletier, at 30 Bramer Place in New London, Connecticut. What we were doing, we were watching Alabama and Notre Dame in the uh, Sugar Bowl. And uh, a lot of people think that the 2006 USC-Texas game where I was standing right next to Coach Hyde was the greatest uh, college football game. I know which one you think it is. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the emotion of that game and that night with Bear Bryant going against the uh, head football coach of Notre Dame, Ara Parsegian, who you later wrote a book called Ara's Night? So take us through that, Frank. Take us on the field of the Sugar Bowl. Well, it was a great season. The, the year before, we got beat in the in the Orange Bowl by Nebraska, forty to six. And I think what we wanted to do as a team is to prove that we weren't that bad. I mean, we got shellacked by Nebraska. They had a Johnny Rogers, David Hum. Uh, they had great defense, but uh, so we dedicated ourselves to win one game at a time. And as the season came, we we started winning. And then we played Southern California in South Bend in 1973. They had won the national championship in 1972, and they had won it again, I believe, in 74. So this is like Ali Frazier. I mentioned him before, but this is a great heavyweight battle between two great teams, and they had such tremendous talent, Southern Cal did. I played against a guy named Richard Wood, whose nickname was Batman, six foot three, 235 pounds, 33-inch waist. He could run like a deer. If you can catch him, he was very hard to block. But we played okay that day, and uh, we stayed on the ground quite a bit. First play in the second half, we went 85 yards on a, on a pitch, 
that kind of blew the stadium apart. Uh, the people on the sidelines didn't see it, but the crowd did. And they started roaring when they saw the hole. Uh, Jerry Donato and I pulled out and we got in the way of our guys. And Eric Pennick, our fastest guy, went off our blocks and ran 85 yards for a touchdown. It blew the place apart. And, and we kept that momentum for the rest of the game and one continued until the end of the season. We played Air Force on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, the meeting the next day on Friday, Aris said, okay, everything looks pretty good. He says, uh, we're number four. We have Ohio State, Michigan in front of us, and then there's Alabama. Uh, we're going to have kind of a, we need a miracle here, but let's all pray that Ohio State, Michigan tie. Guess what happens the next day? Ohio State, Michigan tie. Now we're in the, in the championship game against Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. And that year they played it on the 31st of December. Now you had the North against the South, the Catholics against the Baptists. You had Bear against Era and uh, two great football traditions. And they were so good defensively. I mean, they were very tough uh, to move. And uh, they were resilient. They never quit. And we couldn't either. And the game comes, it changed, lead changes seven times. And I think for somebody watching the game, they had to be on their, the edge of their seat the whole time. I was glad almost that I was playing it not, and not having a chance to, to get, you know, not have anything to do in watching it. But uh, there was a 93-yard kickoff return. There was a, uh, court, uh, a halfback pass back to the quarterback, Richard Todd, who ran for a touchdown. And they missed an extra point. We went for two. And uh, we win 24-23. But the deciding play in the game was uh, it was third and three on our eight-yard line. Eric calls a long count. And our captain, Dave Castro, All-American, Hall of Fame, college and pro, he's our tight end, had a terrific game. He says, okay, guys, nobody go off sides. So everybody's anchored. I mean, I'm going to stay in my stance until after the ball is snapped because I don't want to be the guy to go off sides. But Dave went off sides instead. So we all thought it was, was Alabama, but Dave went off sides. Now it's third and eight. Aris said, continue with the same play. And he called what they what we call a tackle trap pass. It was a play action pass to uh, the tight end coming across, or to the other tight end that was bending into the flats. And uh, there was about three guys on Casper. Tommy Clements spotted Robin Weber, who I think only caught one pass that year, and he catches it, bobbles it, goes out of uh, and, and secures it, goes out of bounds. Right in front of Bear Bryant, and then we ran out the clock to win the national championship. It was a, a tremendous game. And, you know, I think nowadays with the way coverage is, it would be as big a game as you can possibly imagine. We played in old Tulane Stadium. It had rained a lot uh, during the day, but it was just kind of cool at night. Uh, 85,000 screaming fans. It, it was, uh, it was a, a, a memory, that's for sure. Thanks so much, Frank, for correcting me on that. I was thinking it was inside the Superdome, but no, it was at old Tulane Stadium, the Sugar Bowl, where all that action happened. And uh, as you look at this, Frank, and you see the days of, uh, of the tra- now the current days of the transfer portal and NIL, and you've evolved, you've been in a situation where you're back there around it. 
uh, as we take this next two minutes uh, to wrap this up, uh, the feeling that you had as a captain then, uh, author, your feelings of being the captain of that team with your teammates now, do you think players today will have the same feelings and relationships that you have with your former teammates? Well, I think it's much tougher. One of the things that ERA emphasized was the family atmosphere. You know, you cared about your, your teammates. You pulled for them. Uh, th- there was, uh, if, if they were doing well, you felt good about that. ERA wanted everybody to feel like we were a family. And he really coached with faith as a big thing. Now, when I say faith, I'm not talking about a religious faith. I'm talking about the goodness that's involved in every person and that the kind things that they would do for each other. Those are the kind of things that ERA had faith in people with. Uh, and again, I'm not talking about a religious thing. I guess you could say it's almost a spiritual thing, but it's a culture. And it's a culture that made everybody stronger together. I don't know if you have the opportunity to do it nowadays because you have kids coming in for a year, a half a year. They're not starting as 18-year-olds and going to 21, 22-year-olds. This is a situation that's almost like a revolving door sometimes. Now, hopefully Notre Dame and the NCAA will get some handles on how they're doing this. But right now, I think with kids getting paid, it's getting uh, a much tougher to have that family atmosphere and to really depend on each other like you did back 50 years ago. We're having our 50th reunion against in the Southern Cal game, and most of us stay very close to each other. A lot of us are starting to drift off and, and pass, which is fine. But for me, death is not a destination. It's a doorway. Uh, it's, it's the entrance into another realm of our existence. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about seeing these guys. Well, we love them like they're brothers. And uh, it, it, it's been a great journey living with these guys over the last 50 years. Well, Frank, I appreciate you joining us tonight. I've learned so much about you. I just want to mention one thing. Budget Car and Rental, 702-736-1212. Budget Car and Rental, 702-736-1212. I thank you for joining College Football Report tonight. We wish you the best. Uh, have a great game against uh, Southern California, and we'll join you down the road. Remember, you're on every Tuesday night with Coach Harvey Hyde. On behalf of Coach Hyde, Chuck Hayes saying thank you so very much. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you again on the next time. Thanks, Chuck. You've been listening to College Football Report with Coach Harvey Hyde. Join the coach next Thursday evening at 6.05 p.m. as he brings you the best coverage and latest insight on SC football, the Pac-12 conference, and the world of college football here on AM 1400 KSHP Las Vegas.